Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new Ike Live. The show is brought to you by some amazing companies, including the presenting sponsor of Ike Live, Mystery Tackle Box MTB. It's like happiness right to your doorstep once a month. Mystery Tackle Box puts brand new lures, hot items in your hand once a month. Listen to me. Use the promo code IKELIVE. Get 30% off your first Elite Box or 50% off your first Pro Box. That's unbelievable. Also brought to you by Tin Cup Whiskey. God, I love whiskey. This is American-style whiskey cut with Rocky Mountain water. It's got a classic finish to it. I personally love the rye. It's got a little bit of a bold, spicy finish. You're going to love this stuff. Straight from the Rockies to your glass. Also brought to you by TH Marine, the maker of great marine products from everything from a John boat to a Biggie Smalls yacht. That's TH Marine. Go to THMarine.com, use the promo code IKELIVE, and get $10 off a $50 order or more. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Flambo, the makers of the best tackle storage systems in the world, including the brand new Crank Bank and Blade Crate. Of course, every single Flambo tackle storage system has Z-Rust incorporated to help keep your hooks rust-free. Go to FlambeauOutdoors.com, use the promo code IKELIVE, and get 20% off your entire order. That's unbelievable. Brought to you by Founders Beer. God, I love Founders. I'm such a beer guy, and I like all styles of beer. Founders makes them. I want you to go to foundersbrewing.com or even better yet, download the Founders app. And by doing that, you can find out what dealer or bar has Founders right near you. Also, they're going to keep you ahead of the curve on brand new beer releases. That's foundersbrewing.com. This show's brought to you by Liquid Mayhem. Scent matters. Listen to me. If you want to catch more fish, if you want to catch bigger fish, try some liquid mayhem, put it on your favorite lure, and you're going to get bit. Go to liquidmayhem.com. Use the promo code IKELIVE. You ready for this? For 25% off your order of the best scent on the market, liquid mayhem. Also brought to you by Heshi Socks. That's right. Heshi Socks. Who doesn't love a good, comfortable, well-fitting sock? And guess what? The Ike Live crew had a hand in this, and we've got specially designed Ike-style socks just for you. Cushioned foot and toe, stay-up technology, and they've got a technology built in there where they won't stink. This is unbelievable, okay? 
great designs under $10 with the code IKELIVE at HESHIWEAR.com. Also, they have Ike Foundation design socks. All proceeds go to the Ike Foundation. Brought to you by Torquedo Motors, the leader in electric motor drives. If you're one of the guys like me, you have a tiny boat, you have a John boat, you live on an electric only lake, get a Torquedo if you want to be the fastest, most efficient boat on the water. Go to Torquedo.com. And last but not least, the Ike Live Show is brought to you by Hobie Kayaks. Hobie is the Cadillac of kayaks, and kayak fishing is changing the world. Easy access, easy to get into. I want you to go to Hobie.com to check out their large array of kayak products, including the one that I use, the Hobie 360. Um, listen to me. Prepare yourself. Get your popcorn, get your Founders beer and tin cup whiskey. Get ready for a brand new Ike Live show coming up live right now. Come on, let's watch. Hey, everybody. Folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday. I want to welcome you to a brand new Ike Live show. And man, oh man. We got another good one for you tonight. Let me start right off the giddy and intro the room because we got a great crew in the studio tonight along with a great guest coming on. Sitting to my left, so excited to have him here in the Ike Live studio, Luke Foley from Tin Cup Whiskey joins us tonight. Luke, how you doing? Good, Mike. How are you? I, dude, I said to you right when I came up, right before we went on, this is so much better than having you a thousand miles away looking at a little tiny screen. Uh, I appreciate you coming in and sitting oh. with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's a dream come true to be on your show, and we really appreciate you having us out here. So. Well, we're going to do a lot of talking. I know we've got some some announcements we're going yes. to do tonight. Mm -hmm. We've got some great stories we're going to tell. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about how Tin Cup has really gotten into the outdoors and fishing, and that's exciting, exciting mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Sitting to my right, you remember him from a couple years ago. <laughs> the <one laughs> That was a joke. <laughs> the one and only Dave Brodzik, a.k.a. Fathead, a.k.a. Stormtrooper, a.k.a. Worf. How you doing, Dave? Excellent. Thank you. Good. Good, good. I, I saw that when you first got here, you showed me a picture of Mel yeah. catching a big giant one. Been doing a little kayak fishing. That's, yeah. That's cool. Yep. Yeah, we're going to be heading uh, this weekend, probably heading up up around Ticonderoga for a little bit. Nice. Yeah, we're going to do some more kayak fishing this weekend coming up. Cool. Doing, doing some camping up there? Just going don't know. We, yeah, we're going to probably, I don't know. It's it, The low's up there. Though. Like You might have 81 in the day, but it's, yeah. it's, it's cold. It's okay. cold at night, so I don't know about how much camping. We don't have a big, uh, you know, Yeah. we don't have a big, like, celebrity One of them mobile days. home like right. you. Yeah, right, you know, the, gl the glamper. We're, we're, in a, we're in a tent. Yeah, well, we've got, we got a glamper. It's a pretty nice glamper. Uh, and, of course, producing the show tonight here in studio, pushing buttons, making plays. The one and only Brian the Carpenter. With no further ado. Yeah, how you doing, Brian? Cheers, gents. Cheers to you. Cheers, Cheers to you guys. Cheers, uh, Luke. We got a Cheers. good one. Um, let me let me continue with the introductions and tell you, give you a little hint on who our guest is tonight uh, joining us. We've got coming in via Skazoom. 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 <laughs> in the second segment, we've got uh, a really iconic angler for you. Two time, not one. But two-time world champion, Bass NFLW, that's hard to do, winning both leagues. 
Dion Hibden join us. Very excited yes. to have him back on Ike Live. Brian, we actually did have him on Ike Live down at the Classic, and I yes. I missed it because they the sponsors had me running around. I was I I, I my head was spinning, and I was sorry I missed that one. These sponsors. Yeah, the sponsors had me run around, but I was sorry I missed that one. I got to watch it on a replay, yeah. of course, yep. uh, weeks later, but I'm stoked to have him on the regular show tonight. Get to talk to him. It's going to be a good one, dude. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a great one. Uh, uh, you saw the intro. We've got a lot of great companies supporting it. want to give you a couple little more updates here. Of course, uh, Father's Day right around the corner, Dave, and a lot of dads out there that are fishermen. What a better gift than a mystery tackle box. And they're, they're awesome. Uh, we've got a whole bunch sitting right in front of us. Of course, we've got the regular box. We've got the pro box, the elite box. Uh, if you want a good Father's Day gift, please check it out. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. And you know, man, if you use that uh, Ike Live uh, promo code, Bry, 15% off, bro. That's a lot of money. That's off of that. right. That's a lot of money. That's a whole lot. Um, also, speaking of Father's Day gifts, look at this. I want to keep it going. Heshy Socks. Sport them. Show them. I got mine on. Dave's the only one that didn't wear them. Everybody else has them on. <laughs> Dave's gone with his old tidy whities regular white gray. Actually, they're gray. <laughs> Look, they were white at one time. They look blackish gray oh, now. I haven't pulled them to my calf, too. All right. Uh, Heshy socks, man. Socks are one of those things that you got to have. Like, you wear – dude, you wear socks, right? Socks. Got to have them. You got to have them. These are comfy. Um, they fit great. They look great. And we help design them. And uh, go over to HeshiWear.com. Use promo code IkeLive. Get 20% off. And if you go for those Ike Foundation HeshiWear socks, the proceeds go directly to helping get kids fishing. So please go over there. Check them out. Makes a great Father's Day gift. Going to continue. A lot of dads have stuff. Luke, guys have stuff. They have stuff. They have stuff. We got mm -hmm. boats. We got hose. bikes. <laughs> we got <laughs> hose, the gardening tool kind. That's right. We got a lot of stuff. And if, if, you're, a, uh, if you're shopping for a dad that has stuff, you need covers for that stuff. We've got a great new sponsor, Empire Covers. Uh, they make covers for everything you can imagine, um, from a tiny boat and a kayak all the way to that glamper. That they we got, they got about. kayak covers? They have kayak covers and they have glamper covers. Yeah, they have a great kayak cover. They got a great kayak cover. Fit, fit the 12 in the Outback? Yes, yes. Uh, huh. I want you to go over to EmpireCover.com, use the promo code IkeLive, get 15% off. And last but not least, what a great Father's Day gift, Luke. A bottle of tin cup. Whiskey. Absolutely. Come on, right? Like <laughs> absolutely. Like uh, cheers. I call it. Che Let's toast cheers. to that first. Oh, cheers boy. to cheers. that. Cheers. to that. Brian Clark, cheers. cheers. That's two in the first. Ten, 15 but minutes. this is a. I call it the good life, right? And and here's the thing, man. COVID has put so much fear into people and negativity into the world. But there's a lot of good things that have come there out is. of it. People enjoying the outdoors. Alcohol addiction. Uh, not addiction, <laughs> but honestly, the good life. I like the good life. And, dude, a bottle of whiskey, uh, you know, like tonight. We're hanging out, chilling, by the fire, outside. This makes a great Father's Day gift. Makes a great Father's Day gift. Now, there's a lot of people watching, and, and I know what they're thinking, because they already know um, we all have our favorites in studio. But let me jump right in. Do you have a favorite? A lot of, a lot of different tin cups out there. What's um, your favorite? If I'm drinking it just on the rocks, I like the regular. If I'm drinking it in an old-fashioned, I like the rye. like the rye. So, okay. yeah. And then we also made a, a drink at, named after Seth Fighter called the Llama Lemonade. Oh. It's lemonade, iced tea, and tin cup regular. You order them two at a time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How about that one? Yeah, Mike, yeah. 
If Seth was describe it, what word would he use? Got to uh, catch him. Got to catch him. Decent. Decent. Oh, yeah. yeah For everybody right. out there, go look through oh, Seth's yeah. posts. Oh, yeah. Every single day. Had a decent day. Need to catch him better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, thing I, the thing I appreciate about that, though, is Seth's social count, he definitely handles his own social account. Yes, he does. Because it's just so Seth. Like, <laughs> Nobody else can Man of very that. little words, <laughs> but honest and, you know, uh-huh. to the point. You know what I mean? Caught him decent. Need to catch him better tomorrow. Yeah, Caught I, him I decent. I went through yeah. while yeah. we were driving home yeah. from, from New York. I went through, just scrolled through all his. Mm. Every one of them had a decent day. Caught him decent. <laughs> Caught him decent. Yeah, and he's leading angular the year, so you yeah. know, it's just very – He's had a decent like year. He's had a, de- he's had a decent <laughs> year. Not, not once did it say how much weight he caught, what position he's in. <laughs> Nothing. No facts, just decent. That's right. Let's go, boys. That's right. Uh, this is going to be a great show. Let me remind you, if you are watching tonight, um, please, we want to hear from you. Hit us up. Uh, we want to hear from you. Hit us up on the IM right there at the bottom of your screen. If you're watching over on the social media accounts – uh, we're going to be following them. Uh, Brian and Dave and I are going to be checking Brian. in at Ike Live Show. If you're over on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, we want to hear from you. Very, very important. If you're over on Facebook, where's that bag, Brian? I don't know. I don't know either. Is there yeah, a, is it wasn't there? over here. It's not over here. Okay. If you're watching over on Facebook, of course, you know the world-famous Ike Live gift bag. Like and share the feed, and you're going to be entered in a chance to win that bag. It's 20, 22 pounds of sponsored products in there. Uh, you're going to love it. So if you're over on Facebook, like and share it. Uh, 22 it, pounds of used Senkos, right? 20, you know, it's like a mystery bag. You never know what's <laughs> going to be in there. <laughs> Dirty diapers, Senkos, who knows? Uh, also, before we start the show officially, want to send a thank you to our military, active and veterans, men and women. Thank you guys for what you do. Uh, policemen, firemen, EMT, doctors. Thank you, guys. It's a crazy world. I want to mention something real quick, speaking of military. Uh, I only told Brian this so far. I got to fish. And open um, on the on the James River, yeah. and my first day partner uh, talked to him on the phone. He was so st- he sounded stoked, and I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, yeah. And I looked, and his number was um, uh, what's that coastal uh, right over there on on the coast of Virginia? Uh, I can't remember uh, what it, it's. Uh, Roanoke, not Roanoke, right on the saltwater coast, uh, where they build all the navy ships over there. Uh, what am I trying to say? Port- Portsmouth. No. Uh, anyway. Yeah. And so, so that's his number came up, and then I, you know, talked to the guy. I'm like, yeah, we'll meet in the morning. He was so excited. I was like, man, this is awesome. Got off the phone, and I was staying with my father-in-law, Roy. And Roy's like, yeah, is that your partner? I'm like, yeah, and yeah, he's from Virginia over here. And I said the name of the city. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's, he's a seal. Oh, Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. Yeah, yeah. he's he, he's like he's a seal. And this is Roy saying this. I'm like, how made you say that? He's from Virginia. Rick Morris is from Virginia Beach, and he's a glass blower. Like, <laughs> what the hell? How the hell did you make that yeah. assumption? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, he's more like a walrus, not a seal. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean like a different, you know, oh, mammal. Rick Morris. Yeah, a different yeah, kind of a, a mammal. Right. So, other one. So anyway, so I, I, he gets in the boat. He's <laughs> giant man. He's you know probably in his thirties. He's two twenty, big dude, definitely in shape. Gets in my boat. We start talking. He's just a nice guy. I could tell right off the get it. You know, the energy was right. And we're sitting there waiting. We were the next to last boat. Uh-huh. There were 224 boats. <laughs> I was boat 223 Dang. the first day. So we sat forever. And finally, I was like, we started talking about stuff. And then, you know, it came up in conversation. We're like, what do you do? He's like, uh, yeah, I'm a Navy SEAL over there. I'm like, motherfucker was right. <laughs> How did he know that? But uh, 
great dude. And, y- you know, we've had special ops guys on the show yeah. before. We've had Navy SEAL before on the show. They're just the most laid back, like, y- you know, like a couple times during the course of the day, you know, it came, it came up a conversation. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm so appreciative for what you're doing. Like, you know, it's crazy w- what you guys go through. And to him, it's just normal. And it was, he was the nicest normal yeah. dude. But he's a Navy SEAL, you sure. know, and you see that a lot with those special ops guys. So, uh, nice little story. But thank, thank you guys for what you do. Uh, Brian, do we have, uh, do we have Riz and Pete on tonight, or they're both? I could. I could. Richel, Richel jumped oh, on. Oh, okay. Tell us about I, the I didn't know. I didn't I just, know. I was waiting here from you. Yeah, I didn't know if they were coming on or not. Okay, so we'll we'll just play that one by ear. Uh, Richel, jump on if you want. Nah, well, let's play it by ear because he's. <laughs> well, here's the thing: he's driving, right? Yeah, he was going to pull over and talk about the BFL Yeah, No, let him drive. Yeah. Let him drive. We'll, we'll see how the show goes. All right, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Let him drive. Let him drive. Let him drive. Let him drive. That's right. Let him drive. Let him drive. We're only making it through one segment tonight. Uh, the, <laughs> that's how we kick people off the show. Let him drive. <laughs> let him drive. <laughs> let him drive. Let him drive. Uh, I, I want to jump right into it, Luke, if that's okay. Sure. Uh, and I, I mentioned it, but... I want to get right into how impressed I am with Tin Cup getting involved in fishing in the outdoors. That's a big thing because, you know, our sport, like, what's the best way to say it, Dave? We talk about this a lot. But our sport for a lot of years has sort of always been semi-backwards, right? And, like, like yeah. mainstream aspect, not, like, latching on, you know? So when yeah. – Companies over the years like Toyota have latched on and, and, you know, big mainstream companies. It's a big thing, right? Go back in the history of Tin Cup and how did, how did Tin Cup's association with fishing in the outdoors happen? How did all that, how did all that start? Well, I, my day job is I'm an area manager in Indiana for Proximo Spirits. We make a number of other items, yeah. Um, but we also make Tin Cup. And um, I was just kind of toying around with this idea of putting together a fishing team together, and I thought that, you know, I knew what to do right, what to avoid, and I just thought that, you know, we could really make a big deal about it. Yeah. And um, I, I mainly did it um, to get Dion back out on the road and to get Lawson fishing uh, because Lawson's town is it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really close to Guido's, and, you right. know, Guido, as you know, was my hero in life growing up. And after he passed um, – I just thought now was the time. Right. Um, I had a young, I have a young daughter at home, uh, Maya. If you're watching, she's seven now. But at the time, um, your dad's on Ike Live, Maya Bell. <laughs> uh, um, uh, at the time, she was only five when I was doing this, yeah. and, and 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 it it's kind of crazy that I'm here because you played a big part in this, and you don't know. Uh, but Guido passed. We left the hospital. And it was right before the classic. It was the second classic that Jordan Lee won. Yeah. Where you said what you said about him. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting there staring at a blank screen, and I'm trying to get my thoughts together. Obviously, I missed him. I mean, my hero in life is gone. Yeah. And um, I knew I needed to do something to get the Hibdens back in the sport. Yeah. And I'm looking at a blank laptop, and I'm needing some motivation. And then it was much like something out of a movie – you pop on and you said what you said. Yeah. And then I put my head down. I, I promise this is exactly how it happened. And I just typed the rest out. And uh, I made the presentation to our corporate people in New Jersey. 
and uh, they were very interested. But we got a little bit of money to try and do it in Indiana. Yeah. And then all the wonderful retailers in Indiana, um, all my customers, they bought a lot of tin cup, put it on the floor. Deanna and I did multiple promotions uh, in Indiana. Yeah. And then all the Indiana BFL guys, the Indiana Federation guys, the people from Missouri that knew it was kind of a grassroots thing, yeah. they went out and bought the product. Yeah. And so our company showed a direct correlation between getting involved with bass fishing. They saw the results. They did. Yeah. And then, um, then we added um, his son, Lawson. Then we added Christine. And then we got uh, signed a deal with MLF and FLW. Yep. Then after the first of the year, we signed a deal with BASS. And then uh, it was like January 15th, I hired Matt Robertson, Seth Fighter, and uh, Zach Birch. Yep. So we went from just Dion and I getting around uh, to now we have six members. Uh, we have a really big announcement that Dion's going to make that we're very excited yeah. about. Uh, but our, our company loves it. Uh, awesome. We have a really cool promotion, if you want. Maybe we'll show later in the show that yeah. we do uh, in accounts that people that maybe they don't even fish, but they really enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, we've ha we've done activation at Two Elites, the Sabine River, where the ultimate uh, crowd uh, attendance was broken. Yeah. And then we just got back from Neely Henry, and then we're going to have a booth at the Bassmasters Classic. So please come check us out if you'd like. And, uh, yeah, we just got a lot of things going. That's, that's uh, yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, I mean – you know, like Tin Cup uh, is one of those products that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. for outdoorsmen. So I'm so glad you guys are involved. But, dude, what a cool story how all those things come full circle. And, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for Dion to come on in the second segment because I want to retell that story uh, from, from when those guys spent all that time with me over at the Bass, uh, Bass University all those years ago. But Guido was very impactful for oh. a lot of people. He he was super impactful, and I've I can't tell you how many people I've spoke to over the years, and and names come up. Yeah. His name comes up a lot. Yeah. He he was uh, he was for me wanting to pursue the sport. He was the one of the big missing links. Like I was at that stage, you know, where it was like, should I keep going? Should I keep trying to do this? And like the motivation that he gave was was super important. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's interesting how all these things come full circle. I, I have a question, Luke. What's your history with the Hibden family? How do you, how do you go back I, with I, them? Uh, uh, Guido had just uh, won the Bassmasters Classic, and I was 11 at the time. And uh, there was an old tackle store in Plainfield, Indiana, called Galleons. And back in the day when trade shows were the big deal, they had every pro that was anybody that was there. Yeah. But he was the one that I wanted to talk to. And my dad doesn't fish. He's taught me everything I know about the liquor business, and he's a big reason of why I'm here. Yeah. Um, um, but I just, you know, Plainfield was a 50-minute drive from Terre Haute where I grew up. And he's like, I was telling him the whole time, this is my guy. I'm talking to this guy at a picture of Bassmaster magazine. And when he walked by, I didn't even talk to him. I was so shy. Dad, <laughs> Dad's like literally pushing me up yeah, to him. Yeah. And um, we just became friends. I, I, um, I Back in those days, you wrote letters. Yeah. I wrote him. He wrote me back. Wow. And, and, um, so, and everybody knows the story. You know, he, he won the Classic. Had a heart attack, and then he went to Angler of the Year not just once but twice back to back. I mean, that's yeah. that's just tough. Yeah, and uh, he's been my hero ever since, and and uh, kind of guided me along the way. Uh, to, you know, I fished pro seven years, and and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. and uh, just a big uh, influence in my life. Taught me a lot about making baits and tricking up lures yeah. and all the stuff that the Hibdens are famous for. Yeah. And, 
and um, you know stuff that I still is near and dear to my heart today. Yeah. So, yeah. Do yeah. you have any of the letters? Yeah. Wow, how about That's that? That's awesome. Yeah, I, I I have everything, and the molds that he made me, I'd never, I would never sell them. Do you ever. by any chance have any of his old baits, like still in the oh, bag yeah. or anything? Oh yeah, and I have them, and there's certain colors that were never sold that he gave me that I never even fished with. So right, I have I have like tons of them stacked up that I. I'm just, not going to give you use. my own open bag of blue Guido bugs. I was yeah, going to have one. Yeah. I have one with the rotted cardboard and everything. I'm, yeah, I'm good. I got All funny. Right. Yeah, but but thank yeah. you. Yeah. So okay. ar around here, the Guido bug was a was a big thing. You mm -hmm. know. The Guido bug and the baby Guido bug, which yeah. we threw a lot in in cold water conditions, like almost like the original Ned rig. You know, we yeah. we were Ned rigging basically with that thing way back when, and yeah. it wasn't called a Ned rig. But what was the reason for the bizarre tag end on the front side of it? Tag end, well, yeah. Well, maybe it was the beat they, they, that that they had like that. Wasn't that like a little skinny piece of plastic that stuck out like? Oh, it's like part of the mold, right? Is that what that like? Yeah. What was the reason? It probably was just part of the mold. Part of the mold, uh, yeah. There were some. You always bit it off. You mean you yeah. There were some baits that had like that little extra piece of plastic yeah. that you would put on a like a jig head to make it weedless. But I don't think the Guido bug had that. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe my I don't know. Off. I I can tell you this. Guido was one of the first dudes that made a spinning rod cool, yep. which is which is was in in the history of fishing. That's an important thing, you know, because before I saw Guido, there were a few guys, but like, uh, you know, and sissy you know, sticks. They yeah, call them, right? I, yeah. I mean, no, for right. the most part, dude. He made a spinning rod cool. I got made fun of for carrying one because he was my hero. For the carrying guys a spinning would, rod. The guys would bust my chops. <laughs> and now they make fun because they don't think I know how to throw one. I'm like, you guys have no idea I got uh, made who fun. I learned from. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I got ripped on for using a bait caster when we were kids. Yeah. So I'm worried about yeah. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Dave used a bait caster and had the prototype. Of the Whopper Plopper when he was 10, and we made fun of him. And <laughs> shamed me shamed me out of all of it, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, Dahlberg's Dahl rolling in money right now, and Dave, Dave could be. And he, like Richie he Rich got made fun of. Spitting so. the gold out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's interesting. So I wish Becky was here for this because you and her could talk about the alcohol industry for a long time because she was in when we met. Cheers. Cheers to yeah, that. Cheers to that. And another toast. Cheers, cheers to the alcohol cheers industry. Cheers to Becky. Cheers to Becky and the alcohol industry. Cheers to everything. <laughs> Brian, keep it coming. Um, <laughs> All right. I remember when we first met, she was working for a Washington Wholesale's company in, in D.C. Okay. And she carried booze. Everywhere she went, like she never like if you would open her trunk at any given moment, she'd have like thirty bottles of liquor in there. Oh yeah, is that is that? Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Exactly, that's exactly the way my yeah. car looks and the truck looks. And yeah, yep. Just carry stuff all the time, shirts, giveaways, whatever people want. Yeah. and then so yeah. So between all the tackle that you hoard and then yeah. all the booze bottles of the giveaways, yeah, it's... Have you ever been pulled over and the state trooper or the officer looks in your trunk and sees this weird mix of fishing equipment and booze and said, what in the heck is going on I, here? I did get pulled over one time, and I, I was working. I was in between Fort Wayne and South Bend where I was living. Yeah. And uh, I always, Brian and I, we rode over together. He rode my truck. Always have lures laying out. So I had a bunch of jigs that were in the passenger seat, and he had me. I was like 15 over. I mean, it was yeah. – I was trying to get home. He's like, this is 15 over. This is bad. But, you know, if you send me some jigs, <laughs> uh, I'll just – yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so he, he, he wouldn't tell me his name. So he was a fish head. Yeah. 
And, wow. And, and, and Quid pro quo. And, and another guy came and met me in an account and picked him up. But yeah, I got I got out of a pretty substantial ticket. Nah, that's with, a scumbag. With that's with a scumbag move. That's wow. a scumbag bullshit too. Fifteen miles. Uh, wow. <laughs> what a jerk off. Dude. I don't care, man. I hope you're watching. You know where. I'm <laughs> Shout out to the scumbag. Shout, shout, yeah, yeah. That's dude, awesome. Cheers you know, th- to that guy. Think about this, dude. Imagine like the guys during Prohibition that ran for their lives with just a few bottles of what this guy carries truckloads of. Like, yeah. imagine if they could be catapulted forward in time and they're like, wait a minute. Like, this normal dude gets to yeah. just drive around with this Oh, now? yeah, they'd be distraught. They'd be distraught. They, they were shot to death like when uh, during these chases. They would, like, have barrels, you know, with the Tommy guns and light them up, dude. Yeah. They we're, died over this shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that we can... So that we can, like... Yeah, so we can, so we can tip some out for the yeah, homies cheers. that ain't here, right? Cheers, yeah. cheers to those guys. <laughs> Prohibition. How do you think they feel about tipping some out? <laughs> <laughs> the original gangsters. Oh, boy. The original gangsters. Um, I, you know, if you're watching right now, you know we are big on the show, Brian DeCarpenter, for making announcements. And we've... Oh, yeah. Over our seven years here, we've made some doozies, man, from... Uh, what what people are fishing to what leagues are doing to new Yamaha motors. Man, we've had so many over the years. But, Luke, we're going to make one tonight uh, for the first time about something that uh, – an award that Tin Cup just received. You, well, we're making I, I, a couple yes. announcements We're making tonight. a couple, but I want to make this, this one first because this is get, a big thing. In, uh, in the fishing industry, you know, like ICAST is our big one, and mm-hmm. when – a lure or a rod or a reel wins best of show. It's a big deal because it it's is. it's very prestigious and thousands of people look at this stuff and you know they vote on it, they judge on it, they test it. Um, but Tin Cup just won something pretty pretty prestigious too. What, what, what's uh, going on? The the World Whiskeys Award, Tin Cup regular won gold. Yeah, and we haven't announced that anywhere. And, so and that was like a week and a half ago. And they're the winners. They are the winners. Yes, yeah. come on! Wow. That that's a big deal. So is it is it deal. similar to iCast? Is there a, like a panel and there's submissions? Oh yeah, and I yeah. gotta, I gotta yeah. hope it's got more cred than iCast voting does. No, there's there's <laughs> you mean, had you, you just couldn't. I you mean, had come to. on. <laughs> you guys are bringing down everything oh, tonight. What I do? I didn't say, say nothing. What I oh, said? No, All right, sorry. Uh, I didn't even say nothing yet. Uh, okay. Salute. No, there's there is there's a panel and there's yeah. these people with these very proficient taste buds. Awesome. They walk through and we won. So that's awesome. That's wow. awesome. So we can call him champ. Yeah. Well, that's champion. Yeah, he won a title. Yeah. yeah. It's like elite trophy, bottle of tin cup, side by side. You know, MLF trophy, side by side. That's kind of like a big win. You that know, a big win. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, that's a big wow. deal. Um, I told this story. I think it was last show or the show before. But Becky and I went and watched the Kentucky Derby um, at a little bar in Glassboro. It's like a little. Wood fire pizza joint. They mm. make great pizza. They got some great appies. We're over there watching the Kentucky Derby and hanging out. And we had a high top uh, near the bar, so I can get a good like view of what was over there. And I was kind of looking over there, and and you can tell, you know, the bottles that people are drinking, you know, mm-hmm. and you see, you know, unopened, unopened, three quarter, unopened, three quarter, and gone down that row. I look. I told Brian this. There's like two bottles of tin cup. And they were both like yeah, gone, drained. Yeah, drained. I'm like, man, that's awesome. It's yeah, like I was there the day before. Yeah, Brian Bri was there the day before. <laughs> that's the result. Him and Heather just yeah. killed those bottles. But mm-hmm. uh, it's awesome that Tin Cups is getting involved in fishing. What 
you guys, it seems like every week, or you got new stuff going on. What yeah. else is What else is coming? Uh, we just uh, We just launched our micro site on our Ten Cup website. Uh, we have a little bit of information on there from some of our anglers, but it's going to be kind of like a revolving door of tips and techniques. Uh, from all of our anglers that are on our team, mm. showcasing whatever brands they'd like to showcase their, yeah. from their sponsors, whatever technique. You know, we got six anglers; they're all unique. They have certain techniques that they're known for, but it can, it's just kind of truly whatever it is their yeah. space to create. Yeah, we're even looking at getting some recipes on there, be it cooking. Uh, Christine submitted a chicken recipe that she did with a uh, 10 cup whiskey Very that cool. went over real well. But of course, we're going to have drink recipes. We have a merch store that we just kicked off about a month and a half ago. Um, AFCO is a big partner of us. Nice. And uh, so we have some apparel on there that they can buy that, sta- uh, that stamp 10 cup professional fishing. They can get a huh. net cater and I believe a samurai uh, shirt hoodie is what we have on there now and then of course some hats so we have that we're really uh geared up about the classic we have we have a whole booth that we're bringing and uh going to be sampling and that's then we're awesome. going to have our casting contest and yeah all kinds of good stuff that's so. very cool so whatever you do when you when this website goes live don't let seth write his own copy <laughs> whatever you do have someone please have someone write seth's copy for him because it'll just <laughs> Seth submitted some video submissions, <laughs> and they've been very good. Okay, the video. So, I, I would very say that, good. Yeah, they were decent. <laughs> they were decent. Now, I, I want to know, has Roland Martin tried Tin Cup Whiskey yet? Because I have a feeling, Brian, Roland would love it. Roland would love it. Roland would love it. we got to get Roland a bottle of Tin Cup. Yes. Yeah. I got, yeah, I got a yeah, Roland, uh, yeah. so I'll get him we, one. Yeah, so – just to, to fill you guys in, I know a lot of you have uh, watched our social media feed last few days, but Brian and I got a chance, Dave, to go up and fish with Roland and Jimmy Houston <laughs> in the course of, of a day and a half. It was a brutal trip because it was seven-hour drive there, driving like maniacs, fish with Roland, get dinner, go to sleep, wake up, fish with Jimmy, do some other stuff, drive back. So it was brutal, like yeah. day and a half. It was very... You know, uh, it blows me away that like I, I, I when you tell me like I see you guys with them, I, I, I make myself go back to when we were kids watching yeah. the shows and to think that Dude, like, it was, you two guys would be well, up there. Like, well, here's you know the thing. I mean? I here's, here's the thing, Luke. You, you said it, you know, the first time that you went up and visited Guido as a kid. Yeah. That's what I felt like when I was in the boat with both those guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a grown ass man now, <laughs> but I felt like I'm never short for words. Hardly ever. And what I got with those guys, I was almost speechless. Yeah, I bet. You know, yeah. because I was, like, remembering, you know, how, like you said, how influential oh they God. were for us, you know? We like, hung on to every word, every minute of oh, the yeah. new episode, you yeah. know? Yeah, like, you got to remember, like, back then, you know, we're talking about the 80s, you know? Yeah. It's not like now where, you know, you can go to the web and there's oh, yeah, every bazillion yeah. pieces of information. Dude, we, we got home from school or on the weekends, and it was those two dudes. And TNN. And, TNN, TNN and, and yeah. Bassmaster and mm-hmm. Orlando and a couple other dudes. Yeah. Bill, they it was, were yeah, they, it was all on TNN. Yeah, man. they were what we watched, yeah. and they shaped our lives. You know, it was yeah. like the hobby we loved, and and so to be out there with those guys was pretty was pretty surreal. Wow. Oh yeah, you know, it was pretty pretty surreal. But uh, the 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 one thing you know, I learned a lot about Roland that I didn't know. You <laughs> know, uh, and and one is that he's a big whiskey fan. So we got. We got to get rolling a bottle of tin cup. I know he'll love it. I'll send him a bottle. Yeah, sure. we got to get him so. a bottle. T- I bet uh, he's a rye guy. Yeah, he may be. He may be. But here's the one big thing. So you watch these guys, right? And you watch them on TV, and you know they've both done such a good job in branding themselves, right, over the years. 
but they are the biggest fish heads yep. I've ever seen. And that's something you cannot fake. Nah. And it came through so loud and clear. Oh, like yeah. when, when we fished with both of them, dude, they just wanted to fish. Yep. Like they were, they were filming and they were, you know, they were doing the product stuff and all that stuff we see on TV. But, dude, they were fishing like hmm. balls to the wall <laughs> dude, fishing. They're Ro in their 80s. Rowan's 81 years old. Jimmy's 76. Neither one of them sat down a minute. They did not sit. Like not there, a second. There were times when there oh, was, Jimmy did actually. There were times when there was no <laughs> yeah, camera, no you know nothing like that, and they're just they just Non-stop. want that bite. Yeah. They want that hook set. Yeah, you know. When we, when we first got there, we got there at two o'clock on Wednesday. They yeah. had already been out fishing. They came back to the ramp to to meet up with us. Yeah, and Roland's sitting there. We're all sitting down, sitting around. Don't he pick up a rod and make a cast? Oh yeah. <laughs> you oh know yeah. What I mean? Like he. How many casts has he made? He still had to make a cast at the boat ramp while we were standing around <laughs> waiting for everything to happen. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell. Like, yeah. like being a fish head, that, that, there, there's no lie in there. There's no yeah. gray. You yeah. know, it comes through loud and clear. So that was really, that was really cool to see that. But I was, uh, the other thing I was impressed by is how much of normal, normal dudes they were. You know what I mean? Like when we just, we're, we were like hanging out with them. Yeah. You know, and that, yeah. was, that was pretty mind-blowing too. It's good to see that. That those people weren't, you, you know, a lot of times you see people and the, like then when you meet them you're like, ah, oh. yeah. but they were. Yeah, genuine. we sure didn't meet them. Yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah, they were genuine as Guido was, and we're gonna have a lot more Guido stories later. But, but Guido was, uh, you know, I got a yeah. chance to fish with him too. Yeah. Which was same thing. I was behind him at a pro am, like, oh, you yeah. know what I mean. But he was cool, laid back, nicest guy in the world. You know, normal guy, which is which is nice. Let me remind everybody, if you're watching, uh, if you've got questions or comments, please hit us up on the IM. Brian, who's checking the IM tonight? Uh, Are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got questions and comments. Oh, you do? All right. You yeah. want to let oh, a couple through? Well, yeah. We're going to talk. Oh, so who was the bigger uh, partier, Rowan or Jimmy? Rowan. Yeah, for sure. Rowan's a bigger yeah. partier. Yeah. But do you want to go on? I got a couple stories from that, uh, yeah. that trip. Yeah. What, what else you got? Yeah. Well, you know, just, just how that first day unfolded with the three of us out there. And, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we're, we're, you know, Mike and Rowan are both filming for their YouTube stuff. And I'm like, man, we got to get that picture where all three of us are holding a smallmouth. Right. And, you know, we weren't putting any fish in the well. We're trying to do that. We just really wanted it to happen for real. Yeah. It was the end of the day. You know, they start doing their their, their outros and catch a fish and do yeah. a practice outro or something. And Mike it. gets one and he's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up. And it's like, oh, man, you know, I just wanted that to happen. And as Mike's, you know, doing his outro, Rowan hooks up. And I'm like, oh, no, it's on. You know, the pressure's on. And Mike starts yelling, oh, you got to get one. I'm like, make a cast. I'm, I was just dialed. I'm like, tink. No. You know, and load up. It's just, that second that I got that little, oh, I can still feel it. Load up. <laughs> you know, we, we both get them in the boat. It was freaking awesome. Everybody's screaming and hollering. We each, you know, we all caught one at the same time. They did their outro videos. and They were all three, four, three to four pounders. Yeah. Too. Which was awesome. Yeah. How many times yeah. in your life, Fry, have you ever had that moment happen in your favor, man? Like, you know, like you needed it to happen and it did. I did. Like I needed, you willed it somehow. I needed man. that win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call that one a win. Yeah. That that's a that, lot of pressure. It was a lot of pressure. And it was it was very cool. It was very cool. And it was a great so even though like we both Roland and I sort of already did an outro. We just totally that was like the moment. Oh yeah. And we like redid it because it was it was great. It's hard to catch three oh, yeah. three to four pounders at the same <laughs> yeah. even if you're on the St. Lawrence, which is one of the best fisheries in the world, it's still yeah. hard to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was cool. And shout out to uh to Will Clute from Mohawk Trails oh, God, Service. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, shout out to Will, big time. Yeah, yeah that place is special. So Thousand Islands, you know, you Dave, you've been there. You've seen you've seen it on TV. Everybody knows about yeah. Thousand Islands. But that stretch that Will guides on, which is uh, let me say this right, Brian, an Indian reservation Mohawk stretch, Indian, I believe. a Mohawk reservation. So um, it's like best way to describe it. It's like Thousand Islands, the regular Thousand Islands fishery on steroids. Because it's, the lack of pressure. Yeah, it's Thousand yeah. Islands private property. Right, Thousand <laughs> Islands pri- private property. Yeah, we're trespassing on the Thousand Islands. <laughs> right, that's what I'm talking right. about. Right, and it was, <laughs> it was it was pretty pretty special. It's golf course it's, pond it's version. It's the Aberdeen yeah. of pretty, Thousand Islands. Yeah, that's right. pretty yeah. special, yeah. pretty special place. But yeah, yeah that was incredible. Yeah. So so after that catch and, and you guys wrapped up your videos, we're strapping all the rods down and yeah. we're getting ready to run. Yeah, and everyone's like, anybody like to drink? <laughs> yeah yeah well we were in we were in a you know it was kind of it was a big deal even for roll right because it was like we had this great day but then all of a sudden this magic thing happened at the very end like we were ready to pull the plug and so we were all just like you know like basking in the glory like yes and we're just sitting there like smiling and man this was a great moment and even rolling you know oh yeah and then and then yeah he's like you guys like to drink <laughs> he said that and i was like yeah and in my mind when he said that i was still kind of like buttoning everything up you know getting everything together to to head back and um you know i'm thinking that's cool we'll go and hang out at dinner right we'll, we'll do this celebration and toast and then brian what happened he reaches in his pocket and pulls out three airplane bottles <laughs> <laughs> bottles didn't even have labels in his on pocket it, like the whole day fishing with <laughs> yeah and, and it was, but it gets better it's crazy so he pulls them out he pulls them out and and the, the other bizarre thing is so they're normal nip little nips you know but the labels are peeled off. You know, there's no labels. Oh, so no. I'm like, you know, and so you're with Roland. You, nobody's saying I no didn't. to this. Yeah. yeah. And I want to I want to no. celebrate this moment. So, you know, so we went ahead and, and drank them. And, you know, and then, and then Roland's like, you know, he's like, hey, man, uh, make sure you put the cap back on those bottles. I need those yeah. bottles back. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, he's refilling back. Oh, the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So put the cap back on. Gave a, it yeah, pocket canteens. Dude. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. But that was great. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. And then after dinner, they, they resurfaced. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, yeah, we went to dinner and uh, afterwards, we're, we're, <laughs> we're standing outside. It's me and Mike rolling. Getting bit by mosquitoes. Yeah. Justin, your, your camera guy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Jimmy's leaving. I'm like, is, you know, is there, is there a liquor store near our hotel? And he's like, want a drink? <laughs> pulled out two more bottles out of his magic pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Like, so good. Uh, but, but again, it's like, you know, Roland's a regular dude. You know what I mean? Roland's a regular, regular guy. Wow. And it that's was, amazing. It's dude. so nice, you know, when, when, you, when you see that. When someone you've looked up to, to all those years – and you finally meet him and spend some time with him, and you realize he's a regular guy. He's a regular dude. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's so nice when that happens. Not the other way around. Because I've had it happen the other way around a few times, sure. too. You know? Yeah. I think we've all had. So yeah, but he's a multimillionaire, nice. and he still fills up road sodas rather than like... Fills up road <laughs> you know, sodas, like, loves to fish, oh, won't man, stop casting, yeah. likes pulling back on anything. I'll tell you another story, and this, again, is, is why I got new appreciation for him, because this is very a very Jersey thing, but... We were fishing, and we started going up this creek a little bit, and it was more of like a largemouth creek. And, you know, we were catching a few largemouth, but it really wasn't a deal, and we started getting bored, and we were about to head back out for smallmouth. But we keep seeing these carp, and they're like, (laughs) literally, dude, they're like up there. Tankers. Tankers. And I mean legitimate 20s to 40s. I'm not kidding you. Tanks, bro. Like, 
dude, those that are like that wide, Dang. that long, like the, the real giants, they're yeah. big giant commons. And like, you know, first thing I do is like, oh man, oh, I love the catch that thing. And Roland's like, yeah, yeah, me too. Fucking ro- next thing I see, Roland flings over there to go to snag the thing. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> so now all of a sudden me and Roland are having this snagging. Yeah. We're trying to snag a cart. <laughs> and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, he just he st- he chimes in like, oh yeah, man, this would be a great show. Yeah, yeah, me and you, we could we could get these treble hooks and put big lead on them, and he start, his mind's Dude. working on. He wants now he wants to like, do a show on snagging common so carp, and I'm like, yeah, but man, we can't do that because there's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, the other half of the world. This is like they're like babies. You can't snag babies. <laughs> yeah, clubbing seals, dude. Yeah. But I'm like, damn, he's one of us, man. Like, this is unreal. Dude, for Newton Creek, I had a, I had a big treble hook pulled open with a slip sinker on top oh, yeah. of it just for that, yeah. man. You know, get spooled out by him, mm. you know? So we never did catch one. I finally uh, – I, I had a DT6, and I finally made the perfect cast and rode over one's back, and it just went funk, and he went zink, 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 and come off. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's disappointing. I reel it back. Dude, I had a scale yeah. on my hook, like yeah. as big as like like the top of a I've soda never can, seen one dude. That big, man. It was, it was, it was big. <laughs> it was incredible, yeah. but what a cool experience. Yeah, yeah cool That's experience. That's awesome, dude. And then Jimmy the next day, uh, yeah. uh, cool experience too. And, and again, very laid back. Hey, Jimmy dude. talks circles around Mike. He, dude, he will not. He, he I mean, <laughs> he just talks. He talks you under the table. He talked me under the table. <laughs> and again, I was a little, a little intimidated, you know, so I'm in the back of the boat. I actually, Roland was in my boat, which was cool. It was awesome. But then I got to go as a co-angler in Jimmy's boat. I got to hop in his boat, which was cool, too. And it was nice. I'm glad I did it that way. Yeah. Because I got to see both sides of it, you yeah. know. But Where uh, are you at when he's with Jimmy? In Mike's boat. I felt like da- yeah, following the yeah, camera. Dashed okay. against the rocks and yeah. everything. Yeah. You yeah. dashed them. <laughs> dashed up against yeah. the rocks. Yeah. So one of, so one of the things I wanted to do, so like in Jimmy's boat and Roll and when Roll was my boat, there were some big moments for me. One was to land their fish for him. And I had an yeah. opportunity to land yeah. a big one for yeah. Roland and a big one for Jimmy. Yeah. And that was cool. Like laying my hands on one uh-huh. for those guys. Wow. Which was which was unbelievable. And like I remember when I fished with, with Guido as an amateur, I landed some for him, and I've had cool landing experiences for a lot of a lot of guys uh, over the years. But that was cool landing their fish. But then when I was with Jimmy, I was like, man, what else? You know, what else can I do? You know, that would be a first. You know, because think about all the co anglers that he's had over the years. Guy has has tournament fish for fifty years for yeah. crying out loud. He's drawn pros and cons. I'm like, how can I do firsts in the back of this guy's boat? Back of this guy's boat. So. I ended up seeing one, like, literally, it was, Luke, where you're sitting, his boat, I'm sitting in the back, and all of a sudden, I look over, and I spied one. I spied, like, a, it was a big male. Like, it was, like, four-pound body, but probably, like, three pounds. I'm like, oh, it's just sitting there. I'm, like, sitting on the bed. I'm, like, throw the bait over there. I'm, like, he just, smallmouth doesn't even do anything. He just, I'm, like, oh, my God, I wish Ben and Fisher were like that all <laughs> over the place. Set the hook on this thing, reeled in, and. I'm holding it up, and Jimmy, Jimmy's, you know, commenting on it, like, oh, that was awesome. You know, he's doing his thing for his TV show. Yeah, Mike saw that one on the bed, and, you know, that's a male. And, and I grab it, and as I grab it, it's a male, so it starts pissing, you know. And, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, look, no, you look it's a up? male because he, he's pissing, he's pissing. And I just go, anybody ever drink pee in your boat? What? I turn the male to my face and just sort of go, ah. You got golden showered. Yes, I got golden showered by the smallmouth. <laughs> Big first in Jimmy Houston's boat. 
Oh, drank smallmouth pee God. on Jimmy Houston. You better pee. hope it's pee. Did you well, really? I hope it was pee. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and then the second. Oh my goodness. Yes, the second. <laughs> and hopefully that makes the show. I'm you were that starstruck. Straight. Oh yes, big time. Uh, and then wow. the second first was. I have so many comments I can't make. Yeah, no. make. And then after that, uh, we had already caught like God knows how many. We were in a great area there for a while, and we, we both caught probably thirty at that point. And we were getting ready to make a move, and I thought it was a good time. I said, Jimmy, has anyone ever breakdanced on the back of the boat here? And I took off it, took out his back seat, and did a little breakdancing segment, which was great, because that was a first, too. So, you know, how many people can say they did some breakdancing and drank pee in the back of Jimmy Houston's boat? And did yeah. both of them on the same anybody. day. Same day. Yeah. Right? So I'm, I'm very, hoping very only. I'm hoping you're the only one. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's toast to that one, yeah. too. Yeah, to toast that. Toast to, to pee. giving a bass an old-fashioned. Yes, to pee and breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> Smallmouth plumpkin. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> Check the comments now. That was the happy, that was the happiest male bass ever, dude. He was just like, "Yo, dude, you're never gonna believe what happened here." <laughs> the bass yeah, slapped yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like you're never gonna believe what this dude did for me. It's awesome. <laughs> so what time is corporate checking in? <laughs> Two great stories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was it was such a it was it was such a cool experience. But it, it you know those guys really did for for all of us. It was an important uh, part of of as a kid who we were. I, I want to jump back. So well, before you before yeah. you end that, yeah. I just wanted to I just wanted to actually tell Dave this. So the second morning, Roland comes walking down the boat ramp as we're getting out there, and and uh, I forget what predicated it. What the heck's that noise? It's thunder. There's a little storm going it's, past it. Wait, like this 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 air. Oh, that's your mic, Dave. That's air conditioning on your mic. Yeah. Uh, um, so anyhow, Rowan, Rowan does 40, 40 uh, push-ups and 100 sit-ups every morning. Oh, my gracious. I don't know. If that's, it, might, it might be across the way, too. It might, it might, be, it might be Luke. Uh, I don't know. Nope, that's you, Dave. Dave, you're beatboxing. Like Vader. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> so bizarre. That's awesome. Good for you, Dave. Oh, great. All right. What do you got, Brian? Oh, uh, no, I was saying Roland does 40 uh, push-ups and 100 sit-ups every single morning. That's what he said. 81 years old. That's what he said, which yeah. is I hope he does because that's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty impressive yeah. that he does that. That's, inc- that's incredible. It stretches. It yeah. does stuff. Yeah. 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 All right, carry uh, on. No, but I wanted to jump yeah, back. Yeah, lean, so, lean over here. <laughs> Luke, besides Guido... You know, mm-hmm. you're you're a kid. You're growing up. You're watching bass fishing. Yeah. Were there other guys that were influential for you? Oh, at that sure. Time? I mean, we grew up in the golden era. I mean, you had Nixon and Clun oh, and Cochran yeah. and yeah. all those guys. Yeah, I looked up to all those yeah. guys for sure. It so. was a cool era, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, I think so. I think we, I, I don't know. I think we maybe grew up in the better best yeah. era. Maybe. Do you feel bad know. for the kids now? I mean, all they have is the Googans. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It's just different. They have more I mean, information. They have infinitely yeah, more information. It's, it's than so we much did. information that that we never had. Well, how uh, old are you? Phil? I'll be forty-five in June. Oh, you're not far behind us. Yeah, you saw so, what we saw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you had to learn it from a bass club, or you had to wait if somebody wouldn't show you. Or you had a to, seminar was our YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you had to wait on Bassmaster or yeah. magazine to come out. Yeah, yeah. So, and you took the same route that we took too, right? You you mm-hmm. went up through the club level and yep. the federation and. Uh-huh. You kind of you kind of got involved in the sport that way. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I miss that too. You uh-huh. know that that part. Th- th- it's still around. You know, we still have the Bass Nation. Yeah. and we still have the Federation. On it's not the same, but it's not the same. Like that uh-huh. back then was the golden era of all that. And it's not know? new. 
Right. You miss what you miss really is you miss how new it was. Right. Mm-hmm. Learning. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Getting that information. I think you're right. Yeah. Putting it putting it to use. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Now I'll tell you what I wish I did have, what these kids have now is high school and collegiate bass fishing. Oh man. I could oh, imagine yeah. that would have that would have been great. Too. I still think the best thing for high schoolers to get be a co-angler in the federation, be a co-angler in the BFL, co-angler get out there is, and get after good, that. Is a good good way to I really to see think it. Yeah, yeah, I really think that's the best way to see it because you get to watch someone who's made who's made the the bigger commitment, you get to see their good choices and their bad choices and you just it, it's a class. Yeah. From mm-hmm. beginning to end. I don't yeah. think you can co-angle long enough until you jump into the to the big league, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, I agree. Um Luke, there was a time in your life, I think, when you wanted to you wanted to fish full time. Mm-hmm. You wanted to do this. Yeah. Go, walk us through that. Walk us through that. You were fishing Federation stuff. You started <coughs> fishing opens. Yeah, yeah. I I started uh, fishing the Federation, uh, the Indiana Bass Federation, when I was seventeen. Yeah. Um, we have uh, one of the larger federations at the time, and uh, my first year, I won Rookie of the Year. I think <laughs> I'm still the youngest guy to do that. And then two years later, I won the Indiana Bass Federation Classic, um, and I think I'm still the youngest guy to do that. Dang. Uh, and that was on the same stretch of Ohio River that George Cochran won the Classic on. Wow. And then uh, after that, graduated college and then went pro. So yep. uh, my first uh, tournament, um, of all things, was on Lake of the Ozarks. So it was the year that Moorhead won on a buzz bait. Uh, that year when the water got muddy and all that, and they all went shallow eating those shad. And yeah. I got a check and, yeah, fished for about seven years. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Lake of the Ozarks, of all the years I've fished, that's one I've never fished tournament on. Oh, really? Nope. I, I just kept missing it. Like, Okay. Remember they had a big tournament there like the year before I turned pro, and then they'd have something else on there. And I, I can't remember, but all the years I fished, I've never fished an event on Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah. Huh. It's a great lake. Yeah. Table Rock, yes. Lake yeah. of Ozarks, never never made it for one. Huh. But, uh, That's one of the lakes in the Roland Martin intro song, dude. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He fishes yeah. Lake of the Ozarks. That's right. <laughs> he that fishes Table so. Rock, you know. And Table Rock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's it go again, Dave? I don't know, dude. I, I, I know Table Rock's after Ozark. Table Rock's after Ozark? Yeah. Okay. All right. I think it goes Bull Shoals and the White River. He ain't never going to stop. Yeah, that, that's the end. That, that's after Table Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the whole thing. The, and we're not crapping on you, younger guys. We love you, but you don't have any shows like really with theme songs. Like we grew up on all those theme songs, dude. You'd be you'd be humming them in your mind while you're fishing. Oh yeah, they were yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of them. They were all so good. It's it's incredible. <laughs> Brian's. Li- what are you doing? Reading IMs. No, listen to the sounds of the drinks. Just it's oh. pretty awesome. Oh. <laughs> sounds great. The ice, the no, metal. It's a water right. feature, dude. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of water feature, Dave, uh-huh. I, I had a note here to call you out on this stuff, and I got to see it. I got to see some. You showed me that day we kayak fished a few weeks ago. You showed me some of it. But um, amazing craft, craftsmanship at home going on. Yeah. Talk a little bit about this, because I've seen the pictures Brian, we might be able to get the technology to pull up a couple uh, of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, so, uh, so have them describe it for people listening. What I've been doing, like you know, we live we live really close to the Delaware River, super high tide swing. So every single day, new woods getting brought up to the shore and driftwood. taken back off driftwood. Yeah. So what I what I've been conceptualizing for years is a water feature, and I wanted to make one that you ever you ever been up in Naaman's Creek from the Namans, riverside? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's really the only wild creek that kind of dumps into the Delaware River where you see the rocks, your traditional looking yeah. stuff. So I really wanted to create something that looked realistic. Right. And I have every size stone. I have ones that, you know, took me, you know, two, I have 200, I have 200 so pounders. So the, ro the rocks are actually from They're all Delaware River at, at Riverwinds. You know, went down the steep embankments yep. and humped up about 40 milk crates full. Yeah. Maybe about 20 loose ones. Okay. And I uh, trash-picked the liner. That's what started the whole thing. I found, like, one of those big liners and trash-picked it. Wow. Went from there, you know. So all the materials in this build, zero cost. Uh, with exception manual. to the pump. The pump, okay. The pump, you know, the pump, the two, you know, about yeah. 100 bucks in, in that yeah. stuff. But other than that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. So, you know, and, like, my stepdad had a hunting camp up in, up in upstate Pennsylvania. So, like, I would, I would go through those creeks, and they don't look like what you see people do. You know, if it's not a melt, a melt off, like yeah. they're, they're mostly just little pools with all these giant stones around them. Yeah. And you can tell where the wash sparts. I, I tried to make it look as realistic as I could. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I put about a week into it. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I can't wait to get over it and see it in person. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. yeah and I've been building, I've been building like a lot of driftwood stuff, a lot yeah. of lamps. Yeah. Saw the lamp with the Bigfoot switch. Picture frames. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. I had an old, you know, you know what the Bigfoot was? Do you uh, remember like in John Boats, like you had like this, uh, it was a... Uh, was it Lee Murray? I don't even know what what pro was on there, but John Murray. John Murray was on there. I don't remember. Anyway, it was like it was like a like a like a lever that like you know you oh, put okay. your rear trolling motor on yeah. when you were up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, your front yeah. trolling motor. Yeah. I had one still in the box. Okay. And remember that lamp I showed you with the tin cup next yeah, to it? Yeah. Well, the Bigfoot's the on and off switch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and that all the rope that I wrapped it in, and that's all. That was all river rope. Found it. The stump found it was all, the river. all the steel, all the metal, all, yeah. of, it, all of its river. Wow. Except into, except into the bulb and, you know, and some of the wires. Yeah. It's very cool, man. Yeah. Went to very YouTube cool. and became a certified electrician. Wow. <laughs> you know? All right. Now, Brian, <laughs> one thing. So on our seven-hour drive up and back, we had a lot of time in the truck together. You know, we're, we were actually giving you a lot of props. We were marveling at the craftsmanship because mm -hmm. this is pretty, it's pretty cool. I saw it. It looked good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty interesting. I got a little bit. And uh, and uh, the one thing though that we <laughs> that Brian sort of hinted at and joked at is the uh, worrying about the electricity side. No, so of what, all this what, what going I, up in flames. No, possibly. I know. <laughs> no, I know. No, what what I didn't what I didn't do back then. What, the mo he's go he always goes back to this trolling motor on me, and I get it. I did. I me I melted our trolling motors when I tried to hype them. Back a to bit. back. Yeah, I, I, I smoke. What I didn't understand was soldering and insulation. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you can't just wrap wires together and put electric tape around them, guys, in case you're watching. And, and especially <laughs> when, you, when you switch the polarity. Yeah, well. Because <laughs> that's what happens. That'll, that'll catch you. <laughs> that'll catch you. When it, when, when Every you, time. Uh, when you click the. the polarity? The, yeah. You know, the uh, alligator clip on there, and it goes, pop. A big puff of cloud of smoke comes <laughs> off it. Sorry, Dave. I love you, but I used to be an electrician, so I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're not worried about any of this? No. Oh, okay. No, no. I got my skills up. Yeah. No, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you what made me Never become a. Up, right? I'll tell you what made me become a YouTube <laughs> electrician, dude. So listen to this. I uh, my dr my dryer went on me, right? So I'm yeah. like, all right, it's got to be the on-off switch. It's the easiest thing. So I'm walking into Home Depot to see if I for a 15-year-old dryer, I'm going to go find a switch, right? <laughs> well, I, I I was I'm walking in. A guy's putting on his stupid mask, and he's got like a a van that's you know appliance repairman. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like trying to. I, I, so I see him. I'm like, oh, dude. So I explained to him what's going on, and he's like, as he probes me a little bit, 
I don't know like what I'm really talking about. So like I described a dryer not turning on with like a sound. And I just felt like a dumb asshole. You know what I mean? Like, I know he's looking at me like, well, how'd this happen to me? I'm just, I'm just trying to get in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I was like, it wasn't the switch. It, was, it cost 500 bucks to fix. I bought a new dryer. But um, what I wound up doing. <laughs> Wait, did you, spend, did you spend 500 on the old piece? No, no, no. I, you got out. I, I went and got a multimeter, and I learned how to use a multimeter on YouTube. And I diagnosed it all the way to the timer. Timer's 125 bucks. And the new dryer is five hundred. How long did that take with dirty clothes? What's that? Lean out of the studio. Uh, yeah. What? How long did this process take? Uh, I, I, two days. I was done the whole thing. Oh, you okay. know, I just hung dry whatever was whatever was sitting in the washer. But now, oh, right. so anyway, it. you know, uh, where was I getting that? Yeah. Anyway, I, I learned a little bit of electricity. Yeah, you know, amperes and the current <laughs> and voltage, and had to figure it all out because I've really felt, you know, most of the time in people, you know, like you talk to people. There's things you're not supposed to know with what you do. Yeah. But I felt like a total asshole making like uh, like the sound that my switch made when I like turned it on. Like then yeah. it wouldn't work. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, it just goes click. You know, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like I just felt stupid. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I gotta up my electric game a little bit. And uh, I did. Oh, uh, that's you awesome. Know? That's awesome. Uh well we're hoping uh your barn doesn't go up. It ain't going to, man. Okay. Hey, hey, remind me, Dave, before the show ends tonight, you know how you said I got a win on on Wednesday with Rowan? They got me back on Thursday. <laughs> okay. But, but I'll let you keep going. Yeah. I ain't got nothing else to say. Yeah. There you have it. We'll get uh, back to it. Yeah. Let me remind everybody, uh, please hit Brian up there on the IMs. Uh, we're going to patch a couple through sooner or later. Brian, you got anything good coming through? You want to patch one through? No, nah, not yet. Uh, okay. Why don't we look at pictures of Dave's place? Okay. Oh, let's yeah, look yeah, at yeah, it. Let's yeah, see yeah, what man. Dave's got here. Yeah. I'll try to a talk you through of, it. Uh, so that's just a picture of the side picture of my garage, and you can kind of see that lamp. It brings it up big. So to the left of the door, that was just a big hunk of driftwood that I found. Well, that that's a, that's a full that's an older picture. That's the, that's oh. the backyard. That, that's like a one of the yeah. Okay, here we go. So you see the water feature bottom right. Yeah, it looks awesome. Got a big a lot of driftwood mixed into it, and um, it's not. It's only it's only a sixty gallon. It's only a sixty gallon um like pond in there. It's yeah. not big, but. You know, you walk around, they don't, they're not these giant bays that, you know, that everyone puts in. Do you have in. goldfish or koi in there yet? I don't have anything in there. Okay. It funks it up a little bit. I'm, I might put a bass in there, catch a fry, yeah. feed them guppies till October, let them go as a six-incher in the lake. There you go. Yeah, you know, I might do that. That'd but, be fun. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, you know, it, 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 you know, everyone's always like, oh, you got to teach my husband how to do this. I'm like, <laughs> like listen, lady, like this, <laughs> like... <laughs> This is a hobby. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't put that on him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you better be ready to, like, the way you did with that bass if you're going to, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to make him do this. Like, this is a hobby, lady. I'm four or five hours a day out there playing around. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. I, I don't know. Is there other pictures I'm looking for? Is that good? Is that, is that good? There's a whole bunch of others. She, 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 you know, she's proud of the art. She's always putting it on the Facebook, you know. It's all right. You know that. Yeah. But my goal, you know, my goal actually, and I, I, I'm okay to get laughed at with this, but I, I really, <laughs> I really want to get in better homes and gardens. That, that's my goal. Wow. Is to submit. But that's I, a nice I, goal. I need about another 20 species of perennials uh, in, in the ground before I can even begin. Well, I, um, I, I think you could be in there right now because you, your backyard's beautiful. You guys have done a great yeah, job. Yeah. No, nah, there's inside stuff. Like, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many uh, different layers. Like, I don't have layers, and that's kind of, you know. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what I was doing 13 years ago when I started this, and the problem is I have so many things that are mature now, yet it's very hard to get things to grow yeah. with them, you know. Well, but, the hard thing to get right, and I, I, I'm not an expert on this at all, but, like, Becky's mom's a master gardener, and yeah. I, know, I know a little bit, and her backyard is 
they have a smaller backyard. It's it's gorgeous, but the mix of hard scaping and and soft in the plants mm -hmm. that's ba balance is, is yeah. you have to get right. You know, and if you can get that right, it's it's amazing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I just went for like all colors. You know, I just yeah. wanted to be a total everything everything flowers. I don't have any other than the arborvitaes, which are like those green looking missile things for people that don't know. Like everything else flowers. I don't have yeah. anything that, that that doesn't flower. Nice. That was the whole goal. Cool. You know? Scott on YouTube wants you to spell chrysanthemum. <laughs> yeah, Try luck. it, Dave. I don't even know how to read a tape measure, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, it's like if I'm doing like an inch and a quarter and the next one, it's just I just say an inch and a quarter and one, and that's the cut I use. I don't I don't know what the next thing is, you know. And Five sixteenths. I, I know, but I, I don't even know what that means. Like why? Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. So I, I'm sorry. I even watched like that stuff for dummies on YouTube, and I still can't comprehend it, so. I just made my own measurement system up. That's wow. all. <laughs> yep. That's, that's exactly right. <laughs> and I wind up cutting three times. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Burning through troll motors. Yeah. Nothing right. No, that was, that was a long time ago. I know. I'm, bad. I'm a better man. It'll get better, Dave. It'll get better. <laughs> It'll get better. Uh, Luke, I, I wanna, is it pretty rewarding that you, you've been able to marry two things in your life together, being a fisherman and loving fishing and working with Tin Cup? To, to create this program, that's got to be pretty rewarding. Oh, yeah, it's extremely. Um, everybody in the liquor business asks me if I'm going to fish again and all that kind of good stuff. I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. I might fish some opens, but I, I truly love my day job. Yeah. Uh, got the best boss in the world, Emmett King, uh, who's been a big supporter of this and yeah. lets me go and do different things um, um, to, to make this happen. Uh, but I had his blessing before I put it together. But, no, it, it's it's been extremely rewarding. I mean, obviously, I love the fishing industry. I love the liquor industry and to marry them and then to have the anglers that we have and uh, for them all to be catching them like they are. And, and uh, like I said, hopefully, you know, Lawson's going to make some history and, and do some great things that we think that he can do. And, and then, you know, you throw in this announcement that we're going to make here shortly yeah, yeah it's it's uh, it's unbelievable i mean you, you just cool. kind of walk around and i'm here you know you yeah. just you just walk around like i no kidding i had a dream monday that i was doing the ike live show and then i woke up i was like no, no you're really doing this <laughs> um, so <laughs> so it's like you know i'm just walking around like every day just smiling i mean it's just it's it's great and 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 i truly believe we're just getting started at 10 cup yeah uh we we got all and and the way all of the anglers have you know i get facebook messages yeah. and instagram and all that stuff and they're they're thanking me for this or can you send a t-shirt here or whatever and, and it's just great to see what they've done f with the brand and yeah. and uh how how the whole fishing industry's gotten behind the brand and and uh, i think corporate has seen that yeah um and yeah it's 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 incredible yeah. i mean i mean when you when you sit there there was a time there was an MLF going on, or, or I'm sorry, a Big Five going on, and an Elite going on, and I had five anglers wow. <laughs> that were fishing under the ten cup flag. As I happened to be looking at a new sales sheet that we showed our sales force yeah. of everything that we have to offer in fishing, but it's, yeah, it's been great. And and as much as the fishing industry's gotten behind it, the liquor industry's really gotten behind fishing because entertainment, the liquor industry for years and years and years has been nothing but golf. Right. And that's great if you're a golfer and I golf a little bit. Um, 
but uh, there's a whole bunch of guys that fish, yeah. especially in the deep south. Yeah. And they have really gravitated to this program. It's so uh, it's so nice to see that because <clears throat> we've, mm-hmm. we've touted the number for years here on the show. but uh, And I don't have the specifics, but the number of people that sport fish in the U.S. is like double the number of golfers and tennis players. You know, it's like double the number. Combined. So combined. 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 Mm-hmm. So it's so nice to see – a company like Tin Cup say, hey, there are like millions and millions of mm-hmm. people that love to fish. Mm-hmm. This is a viable market. Yeah. And then to see results, to have them see the results, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. it's a great thing. Uh, yeah, but you know what? He, he doesn't, uh, you're very selfless. You know, you, you're, you're a facilitator. And uh, the opportunity that you, you obviously enjoy, like you get, you enjoy giving these guys opportunities. Yeah, I did it all. You did know? It all. Yeah. It's, it's 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 pretty cool. But it was man. it's a hard, it was a hard it's a hard thing because like um, you know we've dealt with it for years in the fishing industry, which is like all these companies that you could sit back and say, man, w- your product would benefit from being associated with fishing, right? Like, mm-hmm. look at our numbers here. Look at look at the participants. Look at the demos. Look at the age. Look at the you know, and we it's hard to break through because fishing has this you know, stereotype of being, you know, oh, it's a redneck sport. A bunch or of it's, with or it's a bunch of bubbas yeah. or it's, it's for, it's boring or it's this. And, you know, to, to see a mainstream company yeah. break through that barrier, dude, that's a great thing. That's exciting. But they got the right guy in the right place. Right. They had you, which is, which is important. Yeah. They, they do, but Proximo, you know, we're the sixth largest supplier in the world. But we're we're very open minded to new ideas. Yeah. And um, the guy that runs our company, Mr. Michael Keys, he he welcomes sales, bringing ideas to marketing, and so on and so forth, and back and forth because it, it does take both sales and marketing t- to make a brand. Yeah. And um, a great example, uh, the PBR with Pendleton Whiskey. We're, we're the title sponsor of the PBR. Mm. We have a whole traveling circus that goes follows the PBR around. There's multiple other sponsorships that we do, and and we're just a company that is open to um, doing new things, trying to find stuff that people are passionate about, and I feel very fortunate to work for them. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know that another liquor company that we could have done what we've done as quickly as what we've done it. I mean, right. this, this program's not even two years. Yeah. It got greenlit June 24, uh, 2019. And uh, so we're not even two years there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so just kind of a combination of, of them uh, welcoming the idea. And, and, yeah, I had to have some stats to back it. And Dion and I sold it. And, like I said, all the Federation guys got out and bought the brand. And, and now we've got six anglers, and we're just doing all kinds of things. So, awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And it was, dude, I, he just mentioned bull riding. You, yeah. you you know, you will get addicted to watching that, dude. Once you once you start following it, mm-hmm. and you start following the guys, yo, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like, you know how like first time you watched MMA, yeah. Like, these bull riders, dude, oh, yeah. it is no joke. Oh, no, if you look serious. at their injury list, oh, <laughs> no, yeah. they are oh, bangers, no, dude. Well, we oh, just it's we fun, just man. we just struck a deal um, with UFC and Jose Cuervo. We make, we make proper 12 for Conor McGregor. Do you? Uh, we make a whiskey for uh, Florida Georgia Line. We make a whiskey for Jason Aldean. So there, there's a lot of cool things that our company does. Dang. And then I was like, why don't we look at bass fishing? They're like, yeah, let's see what happens. Got a little bit of money. Indiana was a test market. Yeah. And now 
we're doing all these things in a very short amount of time and, and everybody's really happy with it. The sales force is happy with it. Our customers are happy with it. Um, yeah, we just got a lot of things working right now. So you so, like Southwestern Indiana? Like where, where'd you grow up? I, I, I Terre Haute, Indiana. Larry Bird, Indiana okay. State. So, well, Larry's from French Lick, but uh, yeah, I grew up in Terre Haute, Indiana. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, the Christmas story took place, right? Terre Haute, wasn't that where? No. no? <laughs> I thought that's what I think You'll we were shoot your eye out. Yeah. He mentioned Terre Haute in the thing. That's the only reason why. That's the only thing I know about that in yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Shoot your eye out. And the timing was good for, for this, too. Oh, it's perfect. You, you know, like, uh, like again, I'll get back to a lot of negatives of the this whole madness of corona. But I think getting people in the outdoors, yeah. you know, uh, again, you know, people getting back to the good life, just enjoying a bottle of whiskey, I think – I think that's that's been good, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, absolutely. sales sales didn't hurt something no. for you guys during this no. at all, right? Right, no. right, yeah. No. Like boat sales, camper sales, whiskey sales. I was late good. to the whole whiskey scene. Brian right. was on to it years ago, and I just drank yeah. beer. Like, yeah. I'm new to it. Like I'm only a couple years in. You yeah, know? yeah. You I started making it. the conversion. You're drinking more whiskey now than yeah. you have beer, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, <laughs> all yeah. this stuff. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, I figured I'd wait till fifty before I completely. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, uh, Brian. I I uh, I, I think yes. you want to take a little break, and then that would be a great thing to do. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's take a little break because I know people watching right now they want to refill, they want to take a pee. It's okay. Uh, listen, hang in there with us. When we come back, second segment, Dion Hibden joining us here on the show. We got a big announcement. Uh, Tin Cup announcement coming up as well. So Big, big, very important. Big, big, very important. Very Hang important. in there with us. When we come back, more Ike Live. You know, right now where we're standing, we're in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. Philadelphia is right there. This is the concrete jungle. And, you know, a lot of those kids, as they grow up, they don't fish. It's interesting because they're surrounded by water. You know, the, the Delaware River, the Schuylkill, ponds, city park lakes. But they don't have the influence to, to, to cast, to fish, to have a rod and reel. And that really, that became our focus, you yeah. know, is to target kids in what we call non-traditional areas, yeah. you know, urban areas, city centers, where the population's high. And, and let these kids have an experience. You know, and it's amazing. I mean, some of the experiences we've had, whether it's Central Park in New York City, here in Camden, other parts of the country, even just casting, it's unbelievable to see it, isn't it? Yes. It's unbelievable. Yes. And, uh, you know, you see these kids have this experience they've never had, and they light up, you know? The big thing, I think, for the Ike Foundation is we're not we're not saying we want all these kids to become professional anglers. Yeah. Be great if some of them did, but we want them to have that fishing experience because it ties them to so mu- so many other positive things. The outdoors, nature, conservation, conservation. Uh, ecology, um, you know, all these amazing things in life that maybe they wouldn't have been exposed to any other way. We're trying to help with that. So it's, it's important. It's important for us. Yeah. We're proud of it. hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. 
The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice Live Well Treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive. At Founders Brewing, we ask ourselves, what if we brewed a beer perfect for any occasion? A beer that makes a weekday feel more like the weekend. And the weekend feel more like an adventure. What if we brewed a beer that brought us together and allowed us to be ourselves? A beer that is just as much of a companion as it is a reward at the end of the journey. What if we explored the unknown together and found a new way? To celebrate taste and flavor and life's simple pleasures. And what if we brewed a beer that could go where you go without slowing you down? Founders All Day IPA, low ABV and full flavor that goes where you go. Perfect for any occasion. We're excited to announce our brand new partnership with an amazing company, Heshi Socks. That's spelt H-E-S-H-I Socks. Go to HeshiSocks.com to check out my brand new Mike Iaconelli collection. That's right. I have my own custom socks in tournament colors. I promise you, you will never, I mean never, find a more comfortable sock. The great news, all my socks are under $10 a pair when you use our promo code Ike20. Go to HeshiSocks.com, use the promo code Ike20 to get the most comfortable socks in the world.